It's not a podcast. It's yeah, right. Okay, welcome back to season one, episode six of Yeah, Right. You already know what's going on. We're back again for the, the sixth episode of the season here. This is the midway point of season one, a very pivotal moment in the show's history. Some would say, others would say it's another episode, and I would probably agree with them. But nonetheless, let's get right into things. Okay, so today I got some big, big topics to talk about. Um, they're all written on my phone uh, in a text to myself because obviously um, I only talk about important things and I structure them in a way that they seem important to the listener. You know what I mean? Anyways, so you know in, in, in these COVID times, the future is quite uncertain. Um, as many of you may know if you listen to the other episodes, I had a little bit of a, you know, a run-in with COVID-19 as, as some would say. And uh, you know, you never know, I could have died. You know, I didn't because I, you know, I'm a, a generally healthy um, individual, but if uh, any of you know my eating habits, um, you would know that is not the case. Uh, I eat like a 12-year-old boy, um, and I'm 22, so I very well might die because of that soon. Um, but you know what? It's great that I didn't bite the dust because of COVID-19, because uh, frankly, that would just be uh, pretty disappointing um, in terms of ranking uh, my death potential. Uh, I, th- I think a lot of people, of course, go out the natural causeway, so they just you know live and die quite old. Um, but, you know, myself, I'm really hoping to go in a tragic, um, sort of obscure way. Like, I would like to get hit by, like, a falling helicopter or eaten by a shark or perhaps, like, you know, uh, like a random dude runs out of a store with a bag of Doritos and it hits me in the head in such a way that I end up dying, you know? I think that would be a cool way to die, at least. Um, it, you know, what I'm saying here is it would not be cool to die just, like, of old age. That's so boring. Everyone does that. I'm trying to switch it up and, you know, be on one of those shows, like A Thousand Ways to Die. That would be really interesting. Uh, I could get a story written about me, sell the movie rights, uh, you know, and get my family rich. That's what you love to see. Okay, so now I went off on a little bit of a tangent here. Uh, but, you know, the future is uncertain in these these COVID times. And with that being said, um, you know, the, it made me think about the, the future of this podcast. Because, obviously, I, I'm a working boy now. I'm a full-on employed boy. Um, and I have to put aside time every week to... Uh, write down sort of some ideas for episodes or sit down and record as well, which doesn't take too long. But, you know, it takes some t- it takes some time. Don't get me wrong. But I would like to think that eventually, if any of you listeners think you're think you're slightly interesting enough to come on as a guest, hit me up. Come bully me in my DMs so that we can potentially talk on air because I can't do this by myself all the time, you know. And Drake, he's not the most reliable guy, I'll be honest. I hit him up to record he ignores me at least uh, like four or five times a week. I, I get him most Sundays because, you know, he's a big God guy. So he's always, you know, cranking cranking the text on Sunday, which is awesome. Uh, but, you know, the rest of the week, it's pretty hard to get a hold of him. I can't be working with someone that unreliable. You know, it's just it's just a hazard in the workplace. OK, you know, again, thinking about maybe, you know, restructuring the way this podcast goes, um, you know, it's been lingering in the back of my head. So one of the main things I was thinking is that if you haven't already, because I'm assuming some of you have done this, um, you know, switching your current sex playlist to, yeah, right. Basically, instead of listening to, you know, The weekend, Bryson Tiller, whatever you confirmed sex havers listen to while you're, you know, doing the deed, uh, you're, you're going to switch it up and start listening to, yeah, right. 
I mean, what better way to spice up your your um your intimate life uh, than your boy sincerely blasting through a pair of you know maybe AirPods? I don't know what you guys do nowadays. Uh, a Bluetooth speaker, who knows? Maybe like uh, one of those Pringle speakers that you made off like a YouTube tutorial where you just like put your phone inside a Pringles can and it like makes the, <laughs> makes the sound louder. Maybe that's the way to do it. Whatever you got to do to get my voice inside your your life in a more intimate way, I think you got to do it. it. I mean, yeah, right is built for any situation in sex. It's even better. Um, I can't say that from experience, but this is the yeah, right guarantee. We are the number one <laughs> sex playlist in the world, sex podcast in the world. We'll, we'll check the charts next week. Uh, and then something else I was thinking about with the show is we're structured as a, a comedy podcast in the charts, which I mean, I enjoy uh, because I'm not a comedian and I'm really just saying I am or I'm saying I'm funny, which is, you know, a fun claim to make. I'm thinking of transitioning to the true crime um, side of things, but not in the way you would think. OK, so true crime podcasts, which, you know, I love myself, are generally very interesting. They talk about all your favorite serial killers that happen to be hot, apparently, um, like Ted Bundy. Uh, that throws me off a little bit, but you know, nonetheless, um, and then you have the ones who still update the show regularly with like ongoing crime things, you know, like, Oh, this guy just robbed a seven 11 and he stole, uh, my catalytic converter. And then, um, yeah, now he's at large in my city. He killed four fish in my pond, basically just updating on live crime in your city. I've seen podcasts like that, but I'm going to be the first live crime show where I commit and report back on felonies live on pot. So, you know, I'm going to go commit arson. I'm going to go maybe just clip like an elderly lady when she's crossing the street with my car. And then I can come back and admit to being a criminal. But you guys are going to hear it all live. So that's kind of exciting. This is the first live crime show where I'm fully admitting to my crimes live on a podcast. What better way to, you know, engage the audience than that? Um, and you get to stay with me until I, you know, eventually get uh, put in jail, uh, rightfully so. Okay, so with that being said, the podcast, it's going through some changes right now. You never know. Um, I, you know, guests are coming sooner than you think, um, as long as I don't drop the ball, which is very likely. Um, but they're coming sooner than you think, and I think that's pretty exciting. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but with COVID happening, I would say I'm starting to miss things that I never did before COVID. Like, for example, bowling. I don't. I couldn't tell you the last time I bowled. Um, not in a club setting. Uh, you know, if you've ever been to National on 10th, they got a bowling alley there. It's mad expensive, but that was probably the last time I bowled like two years ago. And before that, I would say it was like another, you know, two, three years before that. Um, so, you know, I'm not a bowling fanatic by any means, but I've started to, you know, think as, uh, as things would begin to open up that perhaps I would dabble in a game of bowling. Now, that seems probably pretty weird to most of you because bowling is not exactly a... Um, uh, you know, widely accepted sport or widely played sport by the majority of us us youth listeners. Uh, now, I don't know about you, but once those bowling alleys open back up, I'm popping my three fingers inside a, you know, eight pound ball and I'm going to throw it down the lane as fast as humanly possible um, and hope I either injure a toddler or um, hit a strike. Now, I don't know about most of you, and I know that sounds kind of crazy, but bowling Trust me, post-pandemic is going to be so big. I'm going to be the biggest bowling fanatic post-pandemic. Uh, you have my word for it. And now, hey, audience, are you guys going to uh, you gonna start bowling after? Could we get a, a noise check? <laughs> okay, well, I didn't think they were going to laugh at me, but hey, that happens, all right? 
Uh, this is a podcast for smart people, and these listeners, these this live audience here, are obviously not very smart. So fuck them. All right. So moving on here. Uh, so some other things I was thinking about this week that you know I needed to get off my chest was the oil and gas sticker. Now, if you're not from Alberta, um, as like four percent of you are not of the listenership here, you know everyone's rocking. Not everyone actually. Uh, but, you know, a lot of people rock the oil and gas sticker on their car. And don't get me wrong. I love oil and gas as much as the rest of us. Uh, my car needs needs some gas to drive. But uh, I'm not like these oil and gas employees. They're like, I love oil and gas. And the way they put the sticker on the car makes me think, like, do you put everything you like on something you own? So, like, what I put, I love podcasting on the back of my car. I mean, I think that's kind of a weird thing to do. But maybe it's the play. I don't know. So I'm, I'm wondering what's going on in these people's heads when they put that I heart oil and gas sticker. Like, are you kind of just like saying that you're sexually interested in like a barrel of oil? I mean, hey, I don't judge, but just a question, okay? Uh, I could put I love Dua Lipa on my car. Maybe that's the play. Uh, I, I could get a lot of people on, on board with that one. I think uh, I think the Yeah Right listenership definitely is falls inside the Venn diagram with Dua Lipa and Yeah Right. I don't know what would quite be sort of on the, the left and right on like, you know, I don't know. Anyways, Yeah Right listeners, Dua Lipa listeners, we're all the same, okay? Okay, so moving on here. As we talked about COVID-19, the uncertainty of the world, you never know what's going on these days. And uh, as I discussed the vaccine distribution a few episodes ago uh, through McDonald's Coke, uh, they didn't approve it understandable McDonald's corporate greedy they're not going to do anything okay and then we talked about eating Jeff Bezos now I'm going to backpedal just a little bit because I'm thinking that we we pass the vaccines to Amazon because trust me Amazon can get me that vaccine in 24 hours flat and get me right to my front door no complaints someone might steal my package which would kind of suck but hey I'm still getting a vaccine most likely so I think we keep Jeff alive just long enough to somehow get on top of that vaccine distribution because he would he would kill it. No lie. Uh, that bald head is definitely like a mega mind brain encased in it. So I would think something um, really good would come out of Amazon distributing the vaccines. But here's the twist. You're not just going to be able to buy it with, you know, currency, Bitcoin, um, like nude photos of yourself, however you pay for your things on Amazon. You're going to be paying for this through a set of challenges. Now, it's not going to be like Fear Factor. It's going to be more along the lines of like Wipeout, you know, if you've seen that show back in the day, um, or even just some strange tasks, maybe along the lines of Fear Factor. So some of them I've written down here are how many things can you steal from Walmart without getting caught? Um, you know, you have to report back and, and make a whole, uh, you know, spreadsheet to submit to Amazon so they can see if they can send you a vaccine. Um, can you make it through a corn maze full of strobe lights? and chainsaws hidden in the corn. Now that one's kind of intense. Uh, a hot dog eating contest, um, a climbing contest. So seeing how high you could climb up a tree to p possibly save a cat, uh, because we love cats. And uh, you know, if you can save a cat, uh, we need to know because uh, vaccines are just as important as saving cats from trees. Uh, and I don't know how often cats are going up there, but you never know, it might happen. Okay, but you know, moving on here, there was also something else that happened to me this week that I need to discuss. Now, I know I talked about, you know, cigarettes make you cool and I endorse cigarettes. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm going to stand by my word here because cigarettes are very cool. And if you have the opportunity to smoke them, you should. Now, would I do that myself? No, but hey, uh, you know, don't get high on your own supply, you know what they say. 
so I actually saw this woman. I was in a, a Tim Hortons drive-thru, and she was smoking a cigarette at like 7.30 in the morning. And, you know, the thought crossed my mind. I was like, oh, that's very cool. But then I was like, do people still do this? Like, do people actually still smoke? Like, you never see people smoking cigarettes nowadays. Now, that might just be a, a result of not leaving my house pretty much ever as a result of my true enemy, COVID-19. And I don't know about you guys, but have you guys seen anyone smoking a cigarette in the last, like, six months? Think about that, okay? Let that sit in. And if you have, let me know why. You know, I don't know why you would know that, but let me know why, okay? Because let me tell you, I was beyond shocked. I was like, she's getting a coffee. She's got a cig. She's probably going to put the cig out in the bagel she bought and the coffee somehow. She's going to mix them together, create the ultimate concoction. Now, that just got way out of control, but hey, that's what this show is, okay? We're going off the rails this week because... Um, you know, I'm on a, I'm on a deadline here. I got to record and edit this episode very, very quickly. Okay. Now moving on here, the Apple event, there was an Apple event this week. And I know most of you, uh, like myself don't really care for it at all anymore. Like the Apple stuff was cool back when the iPhone four came out. Don't like Steve jobs was up there rolling in a pair of Levi's new balances, his little itty bitty turtleneck. He, he was looking like a snack. We all know that about Steve jobs. Um, RIP, uh, legend anyways, those Apple events were super fun, but now it's just like, nah, I don't really care. Like, just give me the phone whenever it comes out. So they released these very colorful iMacs that came in like yellow, orange, blue. Um, and I don't know about you, but if I walked into an office and I saw like 15 orange iMacs, I would definitely not work there. I would be so scared. I'd be like, what is going on in here that, you know, made you think buying 15 orange iMacs was, was a good idea. And I would think if anything, um, you know, pyramid schemes had offices because obviously they don't because they're fake um <laughs> shout out isogenics um they would have 15 probably orange green imax whatever they would have in there um and they would love it they would be like this is the best thing ever look i i got this imac with my residual income um because i'm selling good products to the people you know uh so <laughs> so hey you already know i'm not rocking with uh pyramid schemes and pyramid schemes and orange IMAX, I would say again in a, the same Venn diagram of just like very cringy. But anyways, I you know I'm all over the place here today. I have another topic at hand. Uh, you know, as I discussed, Hot Boy Summer um, and the rules regulations. We walked through all of them, and if you don't know them off by heart by now, that's that's a problem. We got to talk about that. Uh, so you know, the audience, we're gonna, we're gonna get a, a a clap test. The audience, how how much do you guys know about Hot Boy Summer? You know, get the noise up here. Oh my, okay, wow, you guys are all very aware of uh, Hot Boy Summer. So with that being said, if you don't know, go back and listen to the, you know, the past two episodes because I'm not going to retread over uh, you know ground that I've already stepped on. Does that make any sense? I don't know. Anyways, Hot Boy Summer was sort of a second rendition of White Boy Summer started by Chet Hanks. And Chet Hanks actually, so he made the merch, he made all the White Boy Summer shirts, and I think he made some other ones, but uh, I don't know. I don't really care to look into those too much. But he made a song called White Boy Summer. And, and like, look, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to listen to this every day. But this song, it was pretty bad. But it was also kind of a hit. Like, if I heard that at a barbecue, I'd be like, oh, this, this is pretty fucking good. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of like, I would imagine, like, basically, I would say it's like a mix of g and Tyga. Like, if those two had a kid, Chet Hanks would have been born, essentially. That would have been the result of those two guys having a kid and then him making music um, because there's absolutely no way Chet Hanks got those musical chops from his dad, Tom Hanks, the guy who starred in Forrest Gump, um, Captain Phillips, 
and you know again Forrest Gump because I hate Forrest Gump so maybe he did get his musical chops from his dad because his dad is known for mediocrity and I know some of you are going to be oh my god he's hating on Forrest Gump go back and watch it again as you know as an adult and if you still like it go to a therapist okay that's all I got to say anyways moving on here we got, you know, a, a section of Very Good this week. Now, I've had to consume a lot of content for Very Good, you know, to stay on top of stay on top of what's trending with the kids nowadays. Now, this show is definitely not trending with kids, um, it, you know, anyone below the age of 14. Um, because, first of all, they can't afford HBO. Second of all, it's about stand-up comedy, which I don't think 14-year-olds really care about. They just love TikTok, I would think. I don't know. I'm not a 14-year-old. But this show called crashing um is on hbo i am on like the second season of three it's a pretty short show it's only like i would say like anywhere in the 32 episode range um they're all 30 minutes super quick uh you know includes some some guest appearances from tj miller who we've now disowned from this podcast Uh, he was never associated here but you know he's done some some not so good things in the past few years uh john mulaney uh bill burr was on this and so the main premise of this show is essentially this uh, very like straight when I say straight like he's just kind of like a boring like a like a wood plank you know like a piece of plywood um, like super Christian dude and he's really loves stand-up comedy and then his wife cheats on him and that kind of sends him spiraling for like three seasons essentially she makes a guest appearance with the new boyfriend now and then but yeah don't worry about that but anyways this show is essentially like you watch this you know piece of plywood eventually sort of get polished into like a piece of painted plywood, I would say. Uh, now, the main character, Pete, he's like, you know, this boring straight dude. He's like, his comedy is very like dad comedy. Sorry, all the dads out there, but you know, some of you just got some weird jokes. Again, in sort of the dad comedy range, um, he's really committed to his craft, but he's not so good, but he thinks he's the best, you know? You know what I'm saying? Um, but he, he makes a lot of mistakes along the way. Um, and I think he sort of learns from them, others not so much, but it's really interesting to see how his character develops sort of um, through failing upwards in a way. Um, now, don't get me wrong, this show is not perfect, but one of the main producers alongside um, the Pete Holmes himself, the main character, and like the director, writer, etc., um, is Judd Apatow. Now, Judd Apatow had a few blunders in the past few years, and if you're not familiar with Judd Apatow, you got things like Funny People, you got uh, King of Staten Island recently, uh, This is 40, you know, he helped uh, produce, like, you got Superbad, Knocked Up, 40-Year-Old Virgin, all those good ones. So I think he added a sort of human element to, like, a pretty comedic-focused show. I would say Judd Apatow was pretty good at sort of adding a little bit of like a humanity to characters that maybe wouldn't have it so much because they're so focused on like cracking jokes all the time. Um, but, you know, maybe I'm just lost in the sauce. Maybe I'm not saying the correct things there. But, uh, hey, Judd Apatow, he's, he's a legend. So maybe um, if you are interested in the show and you have HBO, because, again, uh, it's not TV, it's HBO, go give it a watch. Now, if you don't have HBO, um, that's too bad for you because I didn't watch anything on Netflix over the past week. So I I feel bad for you. I'm sorry. I, I don't have any good recommendations on Netflix, uh, again, because I am a terrible host of this podcast. 
Now, one more thing I want to talk about on this podcast today is that the Oscars are coming up on Saturday. Now, they were delayed last year because of COVID. Um, I don't know how much of the show is in-person this year because in-person shows are obviously much better than a virtual award show. Uh, Not that award shows were any good to begin with, but the virtual ones are even worse than the in-person ones. Now, I don't know about most of you because I'm just, this is now a defunct uh, this is now basically just a movie podcast. And then I talk about cigarette usage for some reason. But nonetheless, Oscars push back a year. I'm pretty excited about them. You guys should be excited about them. Uh, there's going to be some great, great uh, you know, films appreciated here. We got, uh, I think this is the biggest year for uh, female or women directors ever, or I think it's like three or four of them are nominated, which is awesome. Uh, you know, we'd love to see that here at Yeah Right Industries. And uh, I, I'm interested to see what happens. And there's very likely, you know, if I don't drop the ball again, you know, a guest coming on to discuss the show this week with me. It should be out Sunday, Monday, as long as I, you know, don't drop the ball. So if you uh, are excited for the first guest of the show, you're excited for a big Oscars recap, um, where I discuss, because they're obviously not going to bring on Eminem again, because I don't know why they did that last year to begin with, but I'm going to discuss why I'm sad they didn't bring on Eminem um, for the 80, I don't know, 84th Oscars, whatever it is this year, um, and I'm probably going to be pretty disappointed. Now, this kind of concludes this episode, so I hope you enjoyed it, uh, because it was truly all over the place. I did this pretty last minute, so now if you're listening, um, I feel bad, but I also don't at the same time. Um, you know, leave me some feedback in, in the IG comments, uh, hit me up via text. Um, my phone number is nine one one. Um, hopefully that's easy enough for you to remember. Um, if you actually just pick up the phone and dial nine one one, just yell, he's in my house and hang up and then I'll, I'll come over and, and, and hear what you have to say about the podcast. Now, uh, I hope all of you enjoy the rest of your week, your Friday. I hope all of you enjoy a hot boy summer because, Hot Boy Summer's for everybody. It truly is. And uh, I will be seeing you all, seeing, you'll all be hearing from me in a few days. Now, have a good one, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) 